Hello, my name is Jonathan Steele and welcome to my show, Could You Be More Specific? And on this episode of Could You Be More Specific, titled Internal Review, coming through you through the uh, Way of Stay Well podcast, I want to kind of touch on a topic in regards to uh, Nas's album. And I want to get into like just the reaction of that. I had a chance to listen to it. The album is really, really, really impressive. You know, you take out all the factors aside from Kanye which is pretty obvious, and some of the other things that's going on with Nas, personally. And you just judge the merit of that album based off what you heard. It's really impressive. So uh, I just wanted to kind of like touch on that first, because I know it's been a lot of a lot of discussion in regards to that, in terms of how, how are people going to receive his music. No one can, you know, take away what his legacy is. Obviously, he's, you know, over the course of his career, has always kind of put art first above being commercial. And I think that's probably one of the things that people have admired the most about Nas is that Nas has never really advocated to be a big time rapper in terms of selling records. I mean, he's not anti selling records, but, you know, he's not going to make a quote unquote, you know, radio friendly record for people to to bump so he can sell ads and, and try and get endorsement deals. That's just never been Nas's, not not his style, but that's never been really his mentality. So that was something I have always kind of always admired about him ever since, you know, Illmatic. Now, obviously, things have kind of changed because of the fact that Jay-Z and Beyonce, they dropped their album the day after, which... I know some people think that's going to be used to kind of sidestep Nas, which, you know, people are going to do that just because of the history that Nas and Jay have overall. But I do think it kind of makes sense from a Father's Day perspective, especially if you look at the story arc between Jay and B from Lemonade to 441 to their uh, album now, Everything is Love. Uh, It kind of makes sense. And it kind of, you know, is something that they can use to kind of uplift fathers uh, especially in particular, you know, uh, Black Fathers right now. But the album, just, you know, aside from all those things, it's a really good listen. I'll have to listen to it again. It's definitely his, probably his shortest album that I've heard. I'll definitely probably have to do a check, check on that. I know my, my, my boy D, who runs this podcast, he'll definitely right off top probably know for sure. But I do believe, you know, I'm a Nas fan as well. And I just like, I've I've never seen seven songs on an album before from him but uh the album does go by really fast i know a lot of people are making fast albums or much faster albums now and i know some people have been complaining about it but with this attention span of this generation i mean seven songs at this point kind of makes sense you know no one wants to you know no one can give a movie two hours at home undivided attention without being on their phone so to have this record on your iPod or you're able to listen to it while you work out or go for a run or if you were kind of doing that it'll it'll fly right by so uh, the time and length of the album isn't something that bothers me at all but I think some of the more pressing matters about him personally is just some of the things that was kind of been talked about leading up to his album release in terms of some of his personal issues which I kind of tend to stay away from overall because ultimately the, the issues with him and and Khalees those are issues that are between those two. Obviously, when someone speaks their truth, they're coming from the perspective of 
that's how they view and see things. And you can't necessarily deny or say that it's not real because it's real to them. Therefore, it's real. On the other hand, if there's all if there's another person involved, there's two choices in that. Either that person can verify or should I say uh, acknowledge what the incident in regards to what they're being questioned about that it took place is true or they can deny it. In that particular circumstances between those two, as far as I've I've heard so far, Nas is denying that or has not really made too much of a statement on that overall. So that kind of stuff I stay away from. And that's another thing, I guess, kind of kind of picking up on the show in terms of when I title this episode an internal review, it's like it's not just on the people that we cover. We also got to do that as a culture in terms of how we're choosing to discuss and cover topics, like even in regards to, say, what's going on with, say, Chris Hardwick, you know, some of the stuff that he's been accused of recently by an ex some of the details of it in terms of the way she describes it is horrible. It's a terrible thing to hear, especially with those things. If proven to be true or assumed to be true, it's not a good, good look for him, obviously as a person. So if it's not working out for him, well, as, as an individual, it's not going to help him at all in his career. Those, so, so those are some things that, you know, people got to take it into account. And then for him, you know, his response is like, hey, well, you know, I, I didn't do any of these things. And I think sometimes uh, we can be a little bit too defensive to say, well, clearly he didn't do anything because he said he didn't do anything. And then sometimes I think we could be, sometimes jump the gun and just immediately assume that, oh, well, clearly they're true. She has no reason to lie. It's just, again, you know, one of the things that we have to start doing is when someone says something, we have to say, OK, you acknowledge what they said. And then if there's any other information or details that you you get where you can hash it out and then you can just start to follow the evidence and you can piece it together, then it's a much better way to make an assessment. The last thing you want to do is if you're a guy in this instance, is shame a woman who's trying to express to you or is expressing to you that she went through something very traumatic in her life and it was very hard for her to express these feelings and she wants to come forward with that. So you can't shame her for saying that. But at the same time, you also can't, when the shoe's on the other foot, you also can't then tell the guy that he can't defend himself in that. Especially if it's in regards to his character, because that's really all we have. And in this era, just in general, the accusation, it does you in. Like, you know, public opinion has a lot to do with why things can get shaped and get taken out of the hands sometimes of the court systems when when public opinion starts to really shape it. So those are some things that, you know, I wanted to touch on, especially in regards to Nas and some of the things that's going on with him. I definitely want to follow up and do a little bit more on him in terms of not just with his music recently with Kanye, but also just in regards to some of the other uh, situations that have been surrounding him, especially over these past course of times, because it's been... I believe around six years since he put out the last album that he had. So those are some things I just wanted to touch on with him there. I also wanted to to follow up on Amanda Seals. I know it was a pretty big thing with her and the comments that she made in regards to some women in regards to the legal system and, and how we're involving, involving them in terms of in relation to our families in regards to child support. I think, first of all, uh, you can say a lot of things about her. One thing that it seems very apparently true is that she's very authentic and very original and very 
certain of what she's stating and what she believes in and how uh, important her words are. Uh, so you can disagree with some of her opinions on issues. Hey, it's fine. We're all human beings. No one's ever going to 100% agree with anybody on anything. So that's one thing. But you can't say that she's ever coming from a place where uh, you think it's disingenuous. You can say many things about her and many good and maybe some things that you may not be that fond of her about. But I, I don't think disingenuous is, is tied to her in regards to involving the court system and in, in the uproar that came with that. That that's something that doesn't get talked about a lot in our community, especially in the black communities that, you know, making it easier for the government to be involved in your family has always been a dangerous thing. And I think looking back on the history that we've had, especially as a people in our country, a lot of us are very much aware of that, especially, if you know, for our parents, especially um, personally for me, my parents, my parents grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. And they grew up when police was still chasing them around when they were kids. And so that's a real thing when, you know, when you speak with your parents and they've they've had that happen. They've seen kids and knew of family members and knew of friends where cops can can drive by looking to hurt you or looking to, to single out you based off just your race alone. And in that time period in, in Alabama... You know, that's a lot to a lot to have on you, especially to be a kid. So I use that as an example to say that if you are a guy and you are taking care of your children and you're, you happen to no longer have a relationship with the, the mother, that's OK. Sometimes relationships, they just don't work. And if, if you're a woman and you're in a relationship with a man and it, it doesn't work out, you have a right to not stay in something that you believe that doesn't work anymore. Uh, but one thing that you guys got to constantly do is work to become better co-parents because you guys are always going to be a family. And there was nothing malicious about what she was saying. And I think a lot of people felt like because she was it, the assumption is because it's such a clickbait thing to say is that she was just saying that these women are having babies to essentially tie a man down. I don't think that's always completely accurate. Have there been instances where you can probably look at based off information and details that it appears that to be the case at times? Yes, you can. That'll be naive to say that it's not. But what she said is actually nothing that much different than what Corey Holcomb has kind of touched on a lot. And because a lot of people don't like, like him and feel like he's a lot of times too harsh on women, they discount his opinion on it. And sometimes you can't get caught up on who the messenger is. You got to be caught up on what the message is. And again, both Corey Holcomb and Amanda Seals, they're a lot more similar than what you might think. They're very are they're very aware of what they're saying. They believe in what they say. They're very authentic and original in, in, in why they're saying what they're saying. And I don't think there's nothing disingenuous about the both of them when they make their statements. You can agree to disagree with them all you want, but listen to their message. And and so I, th I think that's something that we kind of got to get better at overall is that we got to start eternally looking at what our views are on certain issues and start looking at them through the lens of, say, someone that we don't agree with. And the more we start to do that, I think the better we're going to be moving forward, because I think the dialogue and how we talk to each other will be better. Those are just some of my thoughts that I had on that particular topic. I do want to kind of follow up on that especially in the future, 
because I think it's so important for us to continue to keep this open in terms of how we're going to be able to relate to one another and grow from these situations. So those are just some more things I wanted to add on. Definitely want to thank everyone that's been listening to this pod. This has been a really, a really, really good time. I, I'm so grateful for the people that are listening to this show. Grateful to D. I'm grateful for everyone that's uh, that has continued to kind of give their feedback and and hey, I'm not asking anybody to agree with anything I say 100% outright because there's no way you could. And if I'm ever wrong or anything, I, hey, I'm I'm not too proud to be told that because I'd rather get it right than be right. A lot of people can cause themselves a lot of good opportunities, a lot of great chances at being around in some great situations and being around some great people because they got so stuck on wanting to to be proven right. So uh, those are just some of my thoughts that I had today. I'm looking forward to doing another pod. For all you guys that are out there, definitely like, share, follow. Check out my man D and his follow-up on his show. My name is Jonathan Steele. Thank you so much for listening to Could You Be More Specific. I'm looking forward to doing more of these again uh, really soon. And you guys have a good one.